Welcome to the Mindset Artistry Podcast. This is Amanda DeWoe, a self-authenticity, prosperity life coach and actor or actress per your reference. And I'm Janelle Koloski, a career and mindset coach and an actor as well. Over the course of our lives, we've taken on the journey of healing, living, and being authentically ourselves as we successfully build individual careers. We're your hosts, and we're here to flip your mindset to teach you the artistry of what we learned will keep your mind in check. This podcast is designed for you, so you can discover your goals and courageously reach them at your highest potential while being 100,000% yourself. What you'll get from us is real dirty a little okay more like a lot of quirky along with empathy edge and safe space if you're ready to build a mindset that is unapologetically you and excel beyond the stars you're in the right place this week we will be talking about how to dig deep into your intuition and use that to make sure that you're taking steps towards what you really want without getting all caught up in the how things will come together We're very excited about this episode because we have some tips and crazy stories for you of how when we just took steps towards what we wanted, everything really did come together. So let's get to it. Tonight, we're going to be talking about something that seems counterproductive and a little funny, but it's actually the best way to go. And this is coming from a person that used to hustle so hard and work to the bone and just feel like I have to control everything. And I had a scarcity mindset. And of course, I booked work. Of course, work came in. But there's really a healthier way to do it. So it's really important to talk about focusing on what you want. Don't ever talk about what you don't want. It's certainly a waste of time. Just talk about what you do want, putting that out, working on your mental health, keeping your mind, body, and soul healthy, and not focusing on how things are coming together. Because of where I came from, it was always like, okay, how much money do I make an hour? And I have to work this many hours, and this is how I make the money. And it was very simple like that, like some type of equation. But really, for your career to take off and for the really big dreams to happen, it's kind of a wild experience because when you want really crazy big things to happen, there's no way you can control the trajectory. You can't. At least as an actor and model and host, I've found there's no way to really be like, this is the path. This is the journey. There's one way to do it. This is the way it's going to happen. You have to be very open to the how. For example, the other day I was saying, I want to do more theater. And then I was at a networking party. And then a woman there was like, oh, do you want to read for my one woman show? And then now I might be performing in LA. There's no way that I thought by me saying, I want to do more theater. I want to do more comedy that work would come out of me going to a a Zoom networking event and just talking about myself. And then somebody saying, oh, I have a show. Do you want to be in it? I didn't apply to an audition. I didn't make my own show. I just said what I wanted and fought my ego and the fears that come up around what I want. And I just kept showing up for myself daily and following the intuition actually to go to that event. And this happened, but it's so important to take a moment. And I do this at least every week write out what I truly want. It's almost like making a bucket list. I think this is the easiest way to explain it make a bucket list 
Um, because bucket list seems so crazy and things you do before you die that it kind of opens you up to bigger possibilities than if you're like, Oh, uh, my career trajectory and take a moment to write out what you truly want. If you know, money wasn't a problem or you had to know a guy or whatever these things are that are the keys to life. And don't even think about how you would make that happen because the trap that I fall into, I was like, okay, well, I have to get this type of job. I have to make this type of money to be able to achieve these things. And when you do that, you're blocking yourself from meeting a person that has a connection or being open to a job that you wouldn't normally do, but it's actually something that could be a great part of your fashion entertainment career. Amanda spoke to that. You ended up in producing and other things, or you started opening up your mind to other jobs and it ended up being something that you truly enjoyed that you didn't know that you would. Hello, hello, hello. So Amanda, I would love if you could tell me an example of when you took time to really dream, but you didn't let how it would happen or how like control or a scarcity mindset seep into that um, and and the magic that came out of that. Interesting. I think as I've gotten older, I think a bit more. But when I was maybe 10 years ago, I was just kind of going with the flow and just figuring out what would happen. And there are certain things that I could have done and should have done or whatever. But I was very fearless and I still am. But now I'm thinking, I guess maybe now I have a more of a specificity around the type of career I would like to have, the type of life that I would like to, to live. So it, it has changed my trajectory and, and the things that I say yes to and the things that I don't and the things that I'm open to and not. I remember doing this 72-hour film challenge. And I was like, I'm going to do it. Like, why not? What do I got to lose? And I was like, I, I can do it. So I, it basically is, I don't know if they're still doing it anymore, but it was awesome. And it, honestly, talking about challenging you and really opening your eyes up to what you don't like and what you do and then collaborating with people and the willingness. If you're lucky to meet amazing people during this journey, it, it's incredible. Regardless, I did a 72-hour film challenge and basically I was picked to be the producer. Now, this is before I even had known what producer was. Like This is thinking out, Amy, this is my, probably like six, seven years ago. And I was like, oh, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to do it. Like, why not? It sounds fun. I get to collaborate with people. I get to film something in 72 hours, get it edited and done and submitted. Right? So I was like, wow, that sounds really freaking cool. Exactly. It's fire. Like, it's really freaking cool. I'm like, that's amazing. What do I got to lose? Nothing. So I did that. The beauty about it is they gave you a community to connect with. The people that were involved in the challenge, I think they had like 50 or 60 people joining in that month. And then they put you in teams. And anyway, so I just jumped in. I was like, all right, what do I need? I need to get a script. So I need to find a writer. I need to find someone to ha who had a script done and ready or create one with somebody. So I had to collaborate with that. Then I got to figure out, all right, now what's next? And then I had to get the casting, caster, I mean, actors. I had to get the location. And this was all like, you could either do it on no budget and just kind of go with the flow or you can put money into it, it depending on what type of quality you wanted. But I had to learn how to get sound mixer, you know, a gaffer, all the things involved in this process. And they kind of gave you a, a, a groundwork of what to, I just kind of went with it. And it came out so incredible because I didn't expect, I didn't have any expectations. I just went with it. I said, well, I want to work and I want to create and I want to learn more. And when I did, I released the expectation 
And I said, just go with it. It was an incredible experience because then they had a screening for all the projects that were filmed and done. So, and then they were a fan favorite. And it was incredible to be in that audience, member and have your film brought up on screen that you were a part of from beginning to end. And I mean, that's when I learned about the SAG, the union and stuff and all the things. So it was incredible. I think that was one of the, the times that I really embraced. I threw away the doubt. I mean, you had 72 hours. There was no time, honestly, to, to waste or think about what could go wrong. You just kind of approached it and go, okay, something came up. Let's solve it. And from that, I developed an amazing skill of let's just solve the problem, which is what people in our industry do. Let's solve the problem. Not so much. And Amanda's a great problem solver. <laughs> so we're such a good team. I'm causing the problem. She's solving them. Just kidding. Kind of. I don't know. <laughs> She's more organized. But I love that example because it's exactly what I'm saying here. There's definitely a balance of having what you want, but then being open to the possibilities. You weren't like, oh, no, I'm an actor. I'm not a producer. I want nothing to do with that. And so I'm, I'm so happy that you said yes to that because you never know how things are going to happen. Because honestly, if you make the plan, <laughs> it's much smaller than like the way things come together. If, unless, until you relinquish control to everybody else coming in and, and giving you a hand and connecting and, um, the possibilities that can happen with that. Like I said, like I might be doing a one woman show in LA and that's so weird because that just came from me being like, I want to do more theater in other markets. And then I had the idea to go to this networking thing. And then I just happened to meet somebody there that was like, I really like your personality and your vibe. Will you audition for this? And we want you to come out to LA to do this. But normally if, if I wasn't open, like I've been, I would be like, okay, the only way this could ever happen is I have to audition and that's it. <laughs> and that's fine and that's normal, but I'm just trying to encourage everybody that's watching to be more open. So the next step is to really, after you've made your goals, revisit them and notice what fears come up about scarcity and needing structure and control and how you're just going to make this dream happen. So, okay, I need this much money coming in. How many hours do I have to work? Or where will the job come from? Like the example I just described about me I possibly ending up in LA or how will I connect to the right people that I meant to connect with. Oh, I have to go to this networking event with a sticker on my shirt, but actually it could end up you going to a writing class where you meet other writers, actors, and then they connect you to somebody else. So Amanda, can you give me an example? And you kind of talked about this when you were talking about producing where, um, well, one, where any fear came up around, maybe even right now, some fears around your goals that you're currently having and um, about like the how things are going to happen specifically. And um, I would love an example of a way that you were surprised that that how was answered without your hand in it as much as you thought it would have to be. The things that I would say is about the ones and the fears and the dreams coming up. What I, a thought came to me is that stay curious because when I think back to the time when I first started this, this adventure of becoming an actor and life coaching, I was curious because I wanted to know what to learn, what new things I can learn, what new things I can develop, what I can learn about myself and, and how that can be useful in my journey and in my life from now and moving forward. Find that innocence a little, you know, tap into that child version of you. And if you need to work on the healing part, then, you know, take care of that first, you know, work on the, your healing of, as a child. 
find that innocence and that curiosity that comes with starting something new in the unknown. Because when you're a kid, you get so excited. You don't think about the bumps and the scrapes. Riding a bicycle, you're like, okay, I'm going to ride a bicycle. I get to do this. And you get your training wheels on. You get your training wheels off. It's so exciting. So keep that, that sense of curiosity and excitement with it and find something, even if it's the littlest thing. Celebrate that excitement. Celebrate that curiosity when it comes to that want, the why you started. And then when the fear comes up, and I've always said this, I think of fear as a friend and an enemy. You know, when you make your fear a person and you start having a conversation with them, would you want to be around this person talking negatively all the time and talking about all the things that could possibly go wrong? You wouldn't want to be in their presence. You wouldn't want to be around them. You would step back. So remind yourself, you could do that one version of, you know, keeping fear as a person and really understanding that their purpose is trying to help you, keep you safe, really dig deep into the why it's coming up. And then the second thing is take that fear with you on the journey. Hold that freaking thing's hand and go, don't worry, I got you. Let's keep going and just skip along or jump or whatever, go through that journey, take fear with you. It's never going to completely go away, which is a beautiful thing to have as well. But take it with you. Use it. Use it as momentum. Use it as fuel. Use it as, all right, what do I need to work on? Something that is coming up for me in this situation or circumstance. And then, you know, remembering it came to you for a reason. Nell always talks about this. You know, you've had this inkling, this desire in you, this thought, this feeling, or this whatever it is, this goal for a reason. No one is going to take that from you because it's yours. No matter how many times someone can try, they will never be you. And that's not sounding conceited. It is just no one can be you. No one can contribute to the world like you can. No one can do what you can. No one. Even if like Nell and I, we're both life coaches, we're both actors, but I can never be Nell and Nell can never be me. And that's also amazing because I learned from her. And I'm, I, I hope she's learning from me. But, you know, we, right? Yeah, we learn from each other. We collaborate. We come in sync and we talk it out and excited and all these things. But, you know, I would say just find that within your journey. Remember who you are and come back to the root of yourself and stand tall, stand strong, regardless if the storm feels like it's whipping you. But regardless if it feels like the, 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 the flood water, the waters are flooding. Keep your head above water. I know you can. It sounds difficult, but I know you can do it. You just got to take it slow. Of how you knew you wanted to change, you had no idea what that would be, and things came to you. I mean, and yes, of course, I said, oh, you should be a life coach. And of course, we're both doing that. But if I didn't think you were genuinely good at that, I wouldn't have said that to you. <laughs> but I know other people have said that you're very good at counseling. And so people will point out to you uh, what you already know to be true, which I think is a really beautiful. And it's fun when you're more open. Like I look more at my acting journey as an adventure now rather than like some type of struggle and will I make it? It's not will, it's oh, when. And it's not really when I make it. I'm consistently working, which is really nice. But I don't know, I have these big dreams of working with certain people, for example, and I'm not there yet. But 
I make a living acting, modeling and hosting and producing. And it's, it's really neat to just put that out there and then see how everything comes together. Because even as a kid, I was saying, I'm going to be an actor. I'm going to be a model. And that sounded insane to people around me. But, and even to myself, when I started to recognize and society pointed out to me that stating your truth and your dreams out loud is a sure sign of insanity, (laughs) which is not true. But um, the whole point of this is to you really get to the, for everyone watching and thank you everybody for joining tonight. We're really happy that you're here. We really want you to identify what you truly want. Focus on being the healthiest you can be, really aligning with yourself and being true to yourself, blocking everything out and not worrying so much about the how and having so much control and being like, well, this is the way it's going to come together. As even we spoke weeks ago about my modeling career, like I knew I was supposed to be a model. I knew I wanted to model. I thought it would be runway and magazines and I couldn't be further from it. You should see me try to walk it down a runway. It's pretty comical. Beautiful dancer, terrible runway walker. (laughs) Honest to God. And then I found production fit modeling, which is a great job, and commercial print and commercial work. But it all started with my desire to be a model, and it started out as me being like, oh, this is the only way you can do it. But because I knew what I wanted to do and I was open to how it would happen, that is how all that work came in. Because I didn't stop myself from being like, well, it didn't happen the way I thought it would. So I guess I'm not meant to do it. So please keep tuning in and knowing if you have the desire you're meant to do it, it just might not be the way that you uh, think that it will. And I still feel like I'll be on the cover of magazines, but as an actor. (laughs) Yes, claiming that. So last thing I'm going to say, because we're closing up here is after you have identified, of course, what you want, and you start to find ways to have more of a healthy mindset every day. And we talked about that in a different episode of our live and our podcast about building a toolbox for your mindset. And we talked about really think about your fears that are coming up about the how things will happen because we all want to know what's going to happen. Am I going to be okay? And I'm right there with you, especially with money. But I promise you, <laughs> the last point is if you find ways to calm your fear so that you can stay open, it will surprise you and it will be magical and it's going to work out. And it just requires you showing up and believing like this is going to work, you know, and saying yes. You know, you can't just be sitting in your apartment being like, this is going to work. <laughs> to... Um, align your subconscious with the truth that you already know, (laughs) which is a process. And we talked about that all last week. So um, that's really, thank you so much for listening to this episode of mindset artistry. We hope you found our stories and tips motivating and helpful. Be sure to follow us here on Spotify for more episodes to help you master the art of your mindset.